Charlie, got a minute? Sure, Betty, what's up? Looks like we got some reports from our cell. Mm, they aren't on a mission, were they? Not sure, but here's the reports. Why are there so many? I don't know. But we can find out. Which one do you want to look at first? Let's start with the one numbered one. That sounds like a good place to begin. <laughs> That's why you're the boss. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. Ross and Reagan, the elections are over. Some of the representatives that Grandin and Burke preferred won. One that Grandin and Burke that necessarily did not prefer won. An assembly member named Arnold Noble Carpico of California's 4th State Assembly District. Is it hyphenated Noble Carpico or two words Noble Carpico? It is hyphenated. It is a wine country district. The groups, the Patagon Owl Society and the Yola Bali Middle Eel Wilderness and the Trinity County Preservation Society all have an interest in getting him to kind of vote their way. Since you've worked with the Yola Bali Middle Eel, and you've actually worked with all of them, including the Klamath Mountain Keepers, the Assurity Actuary. Since you have worked with all of those groups, Allison, your boss, has given you the task of attending a dinner. They've paid for your dinner, and it is going to be at a farm. It is the Tansy Vulgari Flower Farm in Northern California. She drops the file on your desk. All right, guys, this is what we're going to be. This is what we're going to be doing. We want to make sure that you schmooze up to them. We've got a couple things that are coming up for, you know, state legislature. And this person's not so keen on some of the groups that, that we belong to. They're a bit in opposition to the uh, the Yoli Boli guys and the Patagon Owl folks. So, you know, try to just convince him, you know. We're covering some of the costs of the meal here. That assembly member will be there as well as a few other smaller offices. You know, schmooze, shake some hands, kiss the babies, give them babies to kiss. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe catch something uh, um, unsavory on tape. You know, something that we could maybe use. You know, get leverage, right? Right. Okay. Uh, when is this event again? And I'll flip through the file. It's going to be Tuesday. And it's currently Friday. All right, that gives us some time to prep, I guess. Cool, thanks. Uh, we got it. Yeah, you got it. Dress sharp. Don't we always? Yeah. Yeah, I can't say that you don't. But if you have any questions, give me a call. You know, I think, we, I think we'll be okay. Sweet. All right, thank you so much, Allison. She taps your desk. I've got faith in you guys. You guys never let me down. So good. And she gives you finger guns as she walks out of your office. Well, I'm glad that she still thinks of us as um, never having let her down. Yep, let's just keep it that way. Um, all right, well, I guess no rest for the weary. I'm still exhausted from the election. But yeah, that's, uh, this guy seems, I don't know, classic politician. I guess we'll do some research and 
hit him up on Tuesday. Yeah, sounds good. Um, great. And she's she's probably pulling a file out. I'm going to bet she already has a, a file on on this guy just based upon oppo research. Yeah, this is his first state level position. He is married. His husband is uh, Elion Noble. Elion was a dreamer um, and then obtained his uh, green card. Arnold is a USC graduate, also into bodybuilding. And some folks make fun of his name being Arnold and other famous politicians from California that were also named Arnold, except they don't share the same political party. Oh, so so he's USC. It seems like this guy and I have this guy and I have a lot in common. Well, then you should probably have a good time talking to him. Hopefully, we'll see. <sighs> All right, uh, I will do some research on. I guess we'll just we've got a pretty good set of research already on there. Get some more done, and yeah, I think we've we got this in the bag. Yeah, I mean, I think we've already got a pretty good read on on what we need to do and 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 based on this i think we should be all right just seeing just just catching where he's at and and then we can go from there i think that makes exactly. sense exactly exactly yeah. <sighs> okay let's do it all right ross is gonna go just do some more research get some work done on i guess he probably doesn't have any briefs to work on right now most of the election stuff has kind of died down and it's just starting to pick back up with this schmoozing event the event is held at the Tansy Vulgari Flower Farms. They are located outside of Woodland. When you're looking at the Tansy Vulgari Farms, you do find out that their parent company is the Tanacetum Skin Care Products Company. They produce all different kinds of facial creams and oils and higher-end skincare products. You pull up their website and you see that there is something called Aster Ice Queen Care. And it draws a sigh from you as it is Alexia Preston's line. Upon seeing the name Alexia Preston come up, Ross is just, oh, of course. Uh, hey, Reagan, apparently the company that owns that flower farm, the Tennesseedum Skin Care, they have a line by Alexia Preston. <sighs> Influencers. Great. So, just more uh, more bullshit coming in from the other job. Yeah. What's the line? And she, like, kind of butts over in front of your computer to, to look more deeply into the skincare line. Aster Ice Queen Care. Aster, like... Stars? Do we need to, like, call it... Do we need to call this in? I feel like we just... If it's not a thing, it's not a thing. Maybe just keep an eye on it? I don't know. I feel like on a separate issue with Alexia, I would also love to get that book for Wilbur. And I don't... I just don't know if this means... I doubt she would be there at this party. But the connection is interesting. The connection's a little scary. She says as she kind of flips through the ingredient list for... She's pulling up products and looking at ingredient lists to see if there's anything off-color. I think she probably has enough of awareness of what things could be in skincare 
that she'll, she'll recognize the standard stuff, but if anything is weird in there, she might notice and not necessarily know what it is, but she'll be like, what, what is that? Nothing is unusual about any of the products or any of the ingredients in, in anything that's listed there, or considering that most beauty cosmetic things don't fully list all of the ingredients. It is touted as being all natural. There are a few chemicals that are in there, but apparently they, according to their website, it states that they are sourced responsibly and it's just simply a combination of natural use oils, flowers, as well as other plant material to obtain maximum benefit for its healthcare regime. You see, there's a lot of cross uh, ingredients or it's, it's oftentimes paired with items like cucumbers and squash. There's rose water. There's various different types of true berries listed in the product uh, themselves. Okay. Nothing on here looks um, disconcerting, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know that she would have any reason to show up at, at an event like this. That being said, if things go well with the assembly win, we might, we might be able to get in with somebody who can maybe set up a meeting with her. Not that I want yeah, to really be I in mean, contact with her. Right. Uh, but it's it's worth the shot since we're going to be at this flower farm that's affiliated indirectly to her. I feel like we have a couple things that we, in addition to Alice, what we need to do for Allison and work. This is a secondary objective, I think, is seeing if we can get to her somehow. I think that seems reasonable. Um, we may even have better luck just seeing if there's staff around and being gossipy about That's their tie-in lines. Anyway, maybe um, at the very least we can find out if there's anything odd that they grow. I don't know. I'm still thinking about that. What was that? That weird ingredient in those drinks? Well, anyway. Oh, like that lotus stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Well, oh. um, yeah. I just remembered thinking about Alexia Preston. Remember that book I got when I couldn't find the book Wilbur wanted and I got that other book? Right. I still haven't attempted to really look through that. Do you think it's worth maybe looking over and if maybe if Alexia doesn't want cash, maybe a trade if we know what this other book is? Uh, it's possible. I have absolutely no idea what she wanted with the first book because it sounded kind of icky to me personally. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Maybe this weekend I'll peruse it or something. Okay. As you're kind of scrolling down and doing more research, you do see that part of the event is going to be a photo shoot. And the photo shoot is pretty pricey. But apparently all of the money goes to either the campaign fund of Noble Carpico and it's split between that as well as the California Humane Society. And it's a cats in hats photo shoot event. You're able to take pictures of yourself with many cats wearing different types of hats. And um, they will be professionally done and provided to you for about $125 per picture. Each ticket for each plate is $500 for the meal, which you guys have covered by Grandin and Burke. <gasps> we have to get pictures with cats. Oh, wow. that's That seems pricey, but 
It is. I mean, maybe that we could just like do like one. seems like an odd inclusion. Is maybe this guy like cats? Is that like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, sometimes how you just slide something into a bill that has nothing to do with the bill. You just kind of put yeah. stuff together to make people happy. I just like sliding and just a cat photo shoot. Yeah, I mean, I really hope that has absolutely nothing to do with the other stuff that we're talking about because... <sighs> oh yeah, we can't... Yeah, let's hope not. I can't. Don't take away cats. I've already got issues with owls now. Uh, yeah. Well, that's that'll be fun. Look at this one. She's just starting to scroll through and like... Cats oh, they have examples? Photos. Oh my yes, god. Yes, there's, there's some examples here. Look at this guy. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, his name is Pancake! Of course his name is Pancake. Apparently he has a brother named Waffle. <gasps> Waffle's face looks a little bit squished in like a Persian. Adorable. Ross and Reagan absolutely spend a good hour looking at cat photos. During that weekend, Ross, you look through the book and you end up taking some notes. Your Spanish is solid. You know, your academic Spanish uh, isn't too bad. But there are just some archaic terms in here. And most of your Spanish is California Mexican Spanish um, and not actual Spain Spanish, um, where there are some differences. So you find yourself actually hitting the internet, trying to find translations of some words, and then it bounces you to another word, to another word. And besides just doing translating, you're kind of doing an interpreting of it. It takes you about four and a half hours to get through one paragraph at first. Wow. Can I get a sense of what it's about? Or what is this paragraph about? This is a man's diary and his attempts to chronicle his life and his goings-ons. It's determined that this man is a vizier in the Alhambra castle in Spain. Go ahead and give me a Spanish roll. Let's see if you're able to figure out a little bit more. Uh, that is a 25 out of 50. Excellent. You're able to spend some more time trying to parse things together. Even though it is printed, it looks as though that it has been well noted as well. You're picking up points here and there from doing a quick read of things. And uh, it seems though he talks about various guests that have come through that he has communications with. And it seems like some of the entries are almost interviews. And what, um, what time period do I think this is from? And do I have a name? You do not have a name. Okay. It does not have a date, but you think it might be between 1000 and 1200. It's listed as AD, but what we now call, you know, common era CE. But some of the dates look to be as listed as Anyo Domini. Okay. This is very interesting. I don't even know if... Ross is kind of doubting if he wants to give this up. If I don't think Alexia would have much interest in this, but this is just an interesting... In the chapter that you're that kind of catched your eye, the author mentions a meeting with a Earl Marax, M-A-R-A-X. Talks of him being a bull of a man, and he's very hirsute. Spends much time talking about his facial hair. It's shaved on the chin, but it grows wild on his cheeks to the point where he can actually braid it. He is a, a bull of a man and always seems to be wise. Very knowledgeable in astronomy, 
as well as other sciences. And this appears to be someone that the author is interviewing? Yes. Okay. You're able to make out some information about the Earl's love of a wine. And next to one of the chapters, there is a uh, sigil that is drawn and printed with the number 21 above it. Interesting. I have a question. Is this book like looking it was printed like someone annotated someone's notes from a diary and printed it like printed it on a printing press? Yes, this was definitely done on a printing press. You can kind of tell that it's an older printing press. There are some mistakes in the characters, like maybe it didn't when it was going through the process. It, something just didn't press or hit right. Okay. And the sigil is printed. The sigil is printed, not drawn. And the 21 is also printed? Yes. I'm going to flip through the rest of the book, see if I see any more sigils. You do. There are quite a few sigils near a, a lot of the interviews. And then they all have to the numbers. Are they in numerical order? Or do they just seem to be in random order? They're in a random order. But each interview seems to have a sigil and a number. Yes. And it's a different sigil, but yes. similar style. Okay. Interesting. I would like to look closer at the seal and see if it looks familiar or if I recognize it from other books I might have seen, like with Wilbur or... Go ahead and give me a an occult roll. Ooh, that is a not of success. What did you roll out of what? 30, 31 out of 14. No, you don't recognize it. I will make a mental note to ask Reagan about this when I have some time. I definitely spend a good chunk of the weekend kind of perusing that. I imagine Baz is kind of just like, all right, he's doing some weird, weird shit. Baz just kind of peeks his head over your shoulder while you're, you know, scrolling on your phone. That doesn't look fun, but hey, cool. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's just this old Spanish book I found. Just thought it was interesting. All right. Well, that's that's cool. Uh, we're going to we're doing a paintball thing this weekend. If you want to come by, you certainly can. Uh, not really my thing, but have fun. All right. Monday comes and you're looking at your wardrobes and you're realizing uh, you might not have something schnazzy right away. And this is a work expense. Hey, Redashit, I think we might need to go shopping on the company dime for this fancy party. I think you are 100% correct. She's already got a credit card in hand. Absolutely just like slow walking out of the building with sunglasses on. And <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? What are you going to get? How do you want to look? Let's see. It's garden party, but it's also like political. So it's got to look like fancy. Ross is going to look for a floral print shirt to wear kind of open collar without a tie. Since this is needs to be fancy, but also this is a garden party. It's got to look festive. It's also November, so not too summery, and just some fun autumn colors and shoes to go with it. Probably a like maroon kind of, oh boy, that that is too much. <laughs> no, I think it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ross probably ends up settling on like a maroon uh, suit with a vaguely floral print shirt. Okay. And what about Reagan? 
I think she's probably matching the fall tones. Um, she's probably got a maroon colored dress. It still looks relatively like office ready, but a few less of the sharp lines that I think she, she would typically wear. It's a little bit softer and uh, some sensible, but a little bit nicer, like red shoes to go with. The places that you frequent, there are tailors on hand and they usually get the work done right away and you're able to walk out right away with the alterations already done because who buys right off the rack, right? Not, Not us. these kids. Especially when we have the company credit card. Nope. Uh, at some point when we're probably getting lunch at the mall or something, I will mention what I found about the book and describe the sigils to Reagan. This is the same thing you just did a roll for, correct? Yes. Yeah, great. Um, Reagan will do an occult roll uh, with our new and improved occult knowledge. Did I? Nope, that's actually still the same because I didn't fail. Uh, that's a 42 out of 50. You look at the picture that he took on his phone and you double check with some of the resources that you have and the name. The resources is primarily Google and Wikipedia, but you, you know the right keywords to look for. And yeah, Morix is the name of a demon He's a great Earl and also a president of hell that possesses 30 or 32 legions of demons under his command. You know that he is prominently known for teaching astronomy and liberal sciences and gives good and wise counsel to those who he converses with, who ask for his counsel. He is also knowledgeable in herbs and precious stones. He's depicted as a man with the head of a bull or a bull with the head of a man. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. Um, hmm. That seems a little, that seems like a lot, actually. That doesn't seem like a little at all. That seems like a lot, a lot of tasks this guy is covering. Yeah. Who? Um, and she flips kind of like through the pages as if she will... <laughs> recognize something uh yeah i have i probably have a few i don't have the book with me but i have a You've few got the photos. photos i have some photos right. on my phone so i'll airdrop those to you yeah so she's flipping through those photos like as if something will become clearer but um i don't i don't think anything does and it took me so this is like old old spanish it took me like forever to like even kind of get a handle on the forms of Spanish they were using. Like, it's also like Spain Spanish, not like Mexican Spanish, which I'm more familiar with. Just, yeah. It's yeah. wild. My Spanish is academic, and I don't even know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. So I don't know what, I don't know what this book is, but it's, I just need to, I don't know. I don't know what this, I don't know what this is. It's weird, but. <laughs> I don't know, but now I kind of have some reservations about using this as a bartering chip. Yeah, I, th I kind of fell in the same boat. Like, I don't, I think we just revert back to the $50,000 that Wilbur gave us. Yeah, let's hope that that sells her. I don't know how much influencers make. I mean, I know that the, uh, you can make a living wage and she's very popular, I guess, as a DJ. Yeah, it's more of like, I don't know. They get free stuff and yeah. Yeah. But, um, yes, 
So why don't we make sure... Should we delete these photos? She's already deleting photos. <laughs> Same. All right, and then I think... Let's just maybe spend the rest of the afternoon getting ready for tomorrow, like, facts about the assemblyman, Noble Carpico, and his husband, and different things. Yes. Study session. Yep. You head out to the early afternoon meeting. You're actually going to arrive a little bit early. It's about 1 p.m. Everything kind of starts at 3. Dinner is going to be at 5. There is going to be drinks and entertainment that go on until 9, 10. And then it says after party 10 to question mark. So this is a Tuesday. This is a Tuesday. It's outside the city of Woodland. It's in one of the non-incorporated areas, incorporated areas north of the city. The area is fairly affluent as you're, as you're driving through, and you see the Tansy Vulgari flower farm. Tansy itself is a flower. It is a golden button flower, and you just see fields of yellow. Even though it is in fall, they are still growing them wild in the, the open fields, and you do see that there are quite a few greenhouses here as well. You park your vehicle, and you see that there's quite a few expensive vehicles here. You know, there's uh, cars that have the equivalent of both of your annual salary times three in some cases. And you guys do pretty good, you know, with the lobbying firm. You're making more than most folks, but still not enough to buy your own place. And that's why you rent and have a roommate. You do the usual when you get there. Park, you find the coordinator. Her name is Cheryl. She's very enthusiastic, but also in business mode. Um, you see that she has a earpiece in and she's talking to people on the phone, comes by. Hey, 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 how's you guys, how are you guys doing? You guys, you have everything that you need as she shakes your hands vigorously. Uh, we're good. Yeah. Um, excited for the event. Excellent. Um, Grandin and Burke is, has helped us out quite a bit with this. Here are uh, two vouchers for you guys to get pictures uh, with the cats they should be pretty, that should be a fun time. Got a bunch of cats to choose from. Um, and actually, we're going to be letting people use as many cats as they want. So think a pile of kittens just piled all on top of you wearing hats. How are they coordinated? Like, this seems like, you know, the expression hurting cats. They must be professional, like really professionals. Oh, no, no, no. This is going to be a fucking blast. Oh, but that's not my job. That wasn't my job. They asked me to do it. And I was like, no way. Yeah, that sounds like it. That's its own job. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm also slightly allergic to cats, too. But I'm going to stick around and watch the chaos because, yeah. Here's your vouchers. Um, Your seat should be over there. The assemblyman should be coming in soon, as well as a couple other representatives uh, from different organizations. Thanks again for coming, guys. We really appreciate, you know, your your company helping out with the with the cost of this. Tell Allison that that she's a she's a lifesaver. We couldn't have done this without her, without you guys. She'll appreciate knowing that. Thank you so much. All right. What do you mean we don't have enough plates? And she wanders off. So glad we didn't have to organize this. And oh we just get god. to have fun. Yes. Oh my god. I I do not miss that part of the intern days. Oh yeah. Let's go. Uh, Russ is going to go see if he can find their seats and then start uh, meeting people. At the table, you see the nameplates that are 
around. Um, you see that there's one named Aislinn Istvan, another one Krishna Ramchandan. You see there's one that's listed as Galen Gerard and a plus one. These are the folks that are the six of you that are going to be sitting at your table. It is a white tablecloth event and there is live music. It sounds like someone's doing a sound check. Uh, looks like it's a young guy with a guitar. He's got on one of the flat driving caps, so you think he might be one of those uh, singer-songwriter types. No one else has shown up from your table, but you do see there are people wandering about, as well as folks with hors d'oeuvre trays walking about and providing quick one-biters. You see the assemblyman's husband, Aelion, is already here, and he's talking to a small gaggle of folks by the photo tent. The photo tent has been set up, but the felines for the photography are not yet present. And he seems to be pressing the flash and uh, chatting and laughing with the folks that are there. Seems to be one of the, one of the easiest ways uh, in. Reagan is going to go ahead and uh, make a beeline for Elian. Uh, and Ross will be just behind her. You see some of the folks recognize you and acknowledge you as you head over toward that that social circle he gives a bit of a laugh and you recognize one of the the women that is standing there she works for another lobbying firm you think her name is rain mitchell or rain mitchum she was a competing lobbyist when you were interns as she was an intern so she's around the same age but now there's a bit of a friendly friendly rivalry if you will oh these are uh, are some of our our esteemed hosts. Um, they've helped with the this event. This is redacted, and this is redacted. Uh, they work with Grandin and Burke. And Alien smiles a you know million dollar smile. His teeth are perfect. Welcome. Thank you for for doing this. The fundraiser is going to help out my husband's campaign a great deal. Uh, I hate doing these things because it seems like they never end, right? It's like we just got done with it and we're starting again. No, my sentiments exactly. It just, uh, election season, I guess, never really ends, does it? Not anymore. But hey, that's how we make make a difference and make some change, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Cats with Hats ideas was a great idea. Whose was that? I think it was the Cheryl, the coordinator. I think it might her idea or she was involved with it. I think she would probably know. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, we're going to I bet we're going to get some good pictures, especially after some of the the wine starts flowing. <laughs> that will certainly happen around here. We do love cross promotion in, in that way. It's it's so wonderful to to meet you. We're glad you're you're here. Just enjoying the event. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm, I'm glad that Arnold won. You know, it was a it was a blessing. We 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 tried so hard, and we're trying to do do the right thing and make sure that we're getting everything done and and take care of our constituents as best we can. Well, you'll certainly let us know if there's anything we can do to assist in that. Uh, sure, sure. Um, Grandenberg, what 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 is it that you guys do? Uh, we represent a few different companies. Um, one of the companies we represent is the Yolaboli Middle Eel Wilderness Society. You might be familiar with them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 some of the the tree huggers. They're all about the the rivers and stuff, right? Yeah, among other things, I think uh, owls. There's just they do a lot of work in the kind of northern parts of California with the where it's still a little more open. Yeah, well, that's I think they're I think that's part 
some part of our constituency? We have a few groups that are that are um, working on wilderness protections and preservation societies that that cross into your uh, area. They're they're very invested in the assemblyman and and anything that he is able to do to help. Well, I'm I know that my husband doesn't really like logging, and that seems to be one of the you know primary things that those groups look for. You know, I'm certain that when we when he come when he arrives, he should be out here soon. You can certainly chat with him. Of course, we'll we'll certainly be in touch with him. So, uh, how did you and uh, how did you and Arnold meet? In at USC or no? I went to Fullerton, part of the Dreamer Act. So that would that's how I got through there. Uh, we met through uh, a bodybuilding competition. Oh wow! We met at a state competition, and and uh, yeah, he he says I swept him off his feet, but uh, it was it was more the other way around. Very very nice. That's uh, adorable. Oh, thank you. Not gonna lie. While as progressive as as we try to become, especially this far north, there's a lot of folks that really don't like our relationship. Oh, I completely, I completely get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also, I also went to USC and, and um, just a, you know, just queer Latino people is just a different oh. universe. And he smiles. He nods his head, and there is a little bit more acknowledgement with his nod. That might have made a better connection than you think. Does everyone have like name tags on? No, 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 they do not. Okay. An MC heads up and you see that some people are starting to mill in. There's about 80 people or so. And you see it. Elian heads off to one of the main tables, one of the front tables. And you see the assembly member Arnold come from the side wave at folks and, and uh, sits down before anybody can mob them. But there's there's a few people taking photos here and there's uh, an MC at the lectern and they call everyone to sit down. Appetizers are being brought out by white shirt, black tie, black pant catering staff. You guys have possibly have done this during your, your internship and then also probably did it to make money in college. Oh yeah, lots of odd jobs in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aislinn sits down and you see that she is a woman about 50 or so years old. Aislinn's cheekbones are so prominent that you think that it can cut, you know, a slice of paper. And her makeup is absolutely perfect. Having studied Alexia's makeup line, does it look like any of her makeup is from Alexia's line? Well, Alexia's stuff isn't makeup. Oh, that's right. It's more like skincare. It's skincare. Got it. And speaking of that, Jalen Garrard sits down and he actually has, he's wearing a, you know, an open white shirt that's actually lace. It's a collared shirt with the body of it being lace. And he's wearing a paisley black on black suit. And you see that there is a golden button. It's a flower button on his lapel that's very prominent. He smiles. His foundation and makeup is also perfect. Oh, so, uh, you two? I know you two. So good to see you. Again. Yes, absolutely amazing. What have you been up to? Oh, this and that, you know. And with his finger pointing and bouncing between the two of you, I saw you last at the Kula Khan. Or Ku Klu Klan. 
Clue Ku Khan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. How was the rest of your uh, stay? Ah. Uh, oh, let's just uh, the oh yeah. I really don't want to talk about that, but um, you know, I heard the burn was better next year, right? Yeah. Oh, it's always it's always better the next year. That is true. Oh, I'm um, I'm sorry. Since I since I know you two, I don't know the other ones. Hi, my name is is Galen Gerard. I'm a representative from uh, Tanacetum Skincare Products, and he shakes the hand of Aislinn and Krishna that are that are sitting there as well. Uh this is so based, but I love your outfit. As he looks directly at Ross. Thank you. I'm yeah, and he puts his hand to his lips and covers his mouth a little bit. It's perfect. It makes everything look good. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you look look great yourself. Thank you. And he he makes sure that he that he adjusts the collar of his shirt and opens up his jacket a little bit more. There's a couple speakers here that talk about advancing agriculture and helping make sure that California remains the fourth largest economy in the world and how agriculture does that in small farms that are owned by, you know, small companies and not necessarily mega farms are, are what we need to support. He talks for about 20 minutes and then Arnold comes up and when Arnold speaks, you find yourself somewhat inspired. He is a pretty good speaker. He's fairly young, mid thirties, and he does not come across as queer. So maybe that's how he got elected. This is giving very much Pete Buttigieg energy. A little bit more mask than Pete. Oh, wow. More ma- Oh, well, I guess he's a bodybuilder. So yeah, he's a bodybuilder. Yes. I'm getting the vibes that these two men are deliciously attractive. Yes, they are attractive and they're attractive in, in very classical ways. Alien is a image of a Latin lover with very nice coiffed hair, black. The hair, his hair is beautiful. His smile is infectious. And Arnold has a chiseled jaw, and he is also a large man, very buff. And you can tell that he fills his suit well, and it might be a little bit too small on purpose to accentuate his arms and his shoulders. His remarks, like I said, are, are inspirational, and he is a, he is a good speaker. Afterward, a guy with a guitar begins to play softly in the background and people begin to mill about. You find out that Krishna Ramchandan is a art gallery owner in town of Woodland. Aislinn has money. You're not entirely sure from where, but it seems as though that her investments are well diversified. You find that both of them are very progressive in their political leanings as they have no filter and no problem sharing their own political ideals. They do seem to line up with yours. They're just much more vocal about it. Your time in the chatting line, if you will, comes up when you see uh, Arnold making his rounds and some of the other folks that are talking. He heads toward your table as everyone's starting to get up and mill about. If he seems to be coming our way, I'll just go up to him and give him a handshake. He shakes your hand. It's a quick, good one up and down, and his his handshake is firm. I'm going to say, oh, nice to meet another USC grad in California politics. Yeah, hey, Elian mentioned that you were, you were a Trojan. 
Yeah, it's a uh, don't meet too many of us up in Northern California. Yeah, we're we're all over the place. So, did you have uh, Stevenson for uh, for ethics? Yes, yes. Oh man, that was a tough one. For three hundred level class, I thought it would be easy, but no, it's an ethics class. I had guys show up in class, didn't do an ounce of work, and then still passed. And I'm out there busting my butt trying to figure things out, and he gave me a C. I don't, I don't get it. I, I managed to scrape out like a B minus, but that was like tough. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's 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 good to get out of out of uh, out of LA though. That the the hustle and bustle are all nice at times. I like being up in this part of the woods. Yeah, it's nice up here, isn't it? Yeah, family families from up here. We've been up here a long time, kind of settling down and putting down roots, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, you're you're here uh, representing a bunch of a uh, bunch of different groups. We're with Grandin and Burke, and I'll give him a quick spiel. Some of the groups we represent and the policies we're interested in, tailored specifically towards what he's already interested in, of course. Yeah, I know you guys. Uh, Jensen, right? Jensen's one of your. Yes. She kept blowing up my phone before the before the election, and uh, I know her and I didn't get on well. But you know, hey, I'm willing to work with our you know with my constituents and yes i i do appreciate all of the the conservation efforts that that you guys back but we also have to keep in mind we want to keep business going if we just sit there and not take care of the businesses that we already have cuz some of the some of those groups that you want want to close down some of those businesses and that's not always a good thing sure sure and there's always a balance and trying to find common ground with that but that's why we've got people like us trying to work with you and work with you with your existence, us with our clients, just find a happy medium. Yeah. Out of the corner of your eye, you see Jalen grab his cell phone, put his to his ear and kind of walk off quickly. So um, thank you guys for doing this. Uh, we're going to do some pictures. You guys, the two of you want to come get a picture with uh, with me and Alien and some cats? Oh, of course. would love that. This is, I don't know how this is going to be a good idea, but hey, it's a great idea. Cats and hats, right? Yeah, I hope there's lots of lint rollers available for afterwards. His eyes grow wide, right? Right? Oh, you know what? I'll just take off my jacket and I won't have to lint roll that. And he takes off his jacket and you see the seams of the shirt on his shoulders. He has a lot of confidence in them. Yeah, uh, Ross is definitely distracted for a second by that. So is Reagan. He heads off toward the photo booth, and you see that there are cats in a fenced-off area with a bunch of cat trees. There's at least 15 cats there. They're letting their handlers know that they are not necessarily happy to be there, and a bunch of them are quite chatty. Alien comes by, and let's get some let's get some pictures. Come on, you two. Yeah, of course. Ross definitely was a, li- a little insecure next to these two. Ross is like in pretty good shape, but next to these two, like does not compare. Alien no longer like actively competes. Looks like Arnold still does competitive lifting, but he doesn't cut down as much as he used to. He's got more important things to do now. But yeah, both of these are very statuesque men. Reagan just kind of leans over to Ross and is like pushing him forward. Like, just come on, pretend it's like a calendar photo shoot. It's fine. Well, we got this. Yep. We got two yep. adorable dudes and a bunch of fluffy cats. Like, dreams can come true, I guess. Yep. 
Ross has some minor allergies, so he's definitely just trying to hold it together and not sneeze during any of the photos. Ready to get out of there and down a Benadryl if he needed. You're you're handed a calico, and the calico has a knit stocking cap on and just is looking at you intently. If you could read the cat's mind, it would be saying, kill me now. Regan, you're handed a white Persian, and he is wearing a cowboy hat with a large feather attached. Arnold picks up a black cat with a firefighter's helmet on, and Alien grabs a uh, white and gray short hair that is wearing a fedora. The photographer tries to frame the shot with everyone holding these adorable cats in their haberdashery. All right, everybody, say cheese. As soon as he says the word cheese, the cat that you're holding, Ross, decides he no longer wants to be held. He no longer wants to wear the hat. He no longer wants to be part of this world. Turns and looks at you and sinks his nails into your chest and then pulls them free, and he starts yelling at you. I let him go immediately. <laughs> He's hanging on to your jacket and your shirt. And I pick him up and, like, throw him off of me. You yeet the kitten. <laughs> Everyone is kind of laughing a little bit. You look down and you see that, oh, yeah, it punctured some skin. Ow. Got a couple pulls in your brand new jacket. I'll unbutton my shirt a little bit and make sure I'm not bleeding and then... Tiny little bit. You've got some pretty good scratches on your chest. You've got one really close to your neck, too. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that'll be a great photo. One of the one of the, the handlers of the cats comes running over. Oh, no, oh, no. Are you okay? I, I'm fine. Wait. Oh, oh, you are bleeding. Oh, my God. You're bleeding. And then I Ross sneezes. I, I'm going to go get some Benadryl and clean up gesturing to their chest let me and you see that they have in their hand a small red bag that says first aid and they're pulling out little bits of gauze they're trying to dab your chest as you're walking and i'm just like trying not to sneeze again <laughs> think i think i'm fine and i'm gonna go out of the area and see if i can spot galen <laughs> you feel the sneeze building and it forces your eyes shut and the sneeze is coming and it's loud and it's a powerful sneeze and it shakes your whole body makes your joints hurt uh ew you sneezed on me as you realize that you sneezed on to miss alexia preston so sorry um ew ew uh Alexia, right? Oh, you. Yeah, I remember you. She looks at Jalen. Give him a button. He deserves it. Good to see you. You look, you looked like you looked like fire, but now you're a little bit poodoo. Ew, you're bleeding. Uh... Yep, um, that's still happening. Okay, um, I need to go get some allergy medication. Uh, okay, and give him some meds. And she walks off, and Jalen's like, "All right," and he reaches into reaches into like a, a pill thing, and he pops up, and um, 
the pink ones, right? Uh, I, no offense, I have my own stash. Ah, ah, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I'll think back at my table. I've probably got like a little stash of Benadryl that I'd brought because I knew that the cats were gonna be there. Take that and then look around and see one where Reagan is and two see where Alexia and Jalen are. Jalen and Alexia have headed off toward assembly member Arnold and Alien, who've taken a few more pictures with the with some more folks with cats with different types of hats on them. Where did uh Reagan get to? I mean I think Reagan has stuck around with the assemblymen kind of making sure a the cat's okay and that <laughs> priorities N- yeah well yeah the, well the cat's okay <laughs> and that while she is generally concerned for Ross's welfare I think under this circumstance she's making sure that no one with any sort of like political sway is going to be ruffled by there being a kerfuffle so she's probably hanging out making sure everything's all right oh oh the cat's okay great okay we're so sorry about that must have been startled or something. Oh no, we're 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 sorry that that happened. Um, you know, we want to make sure that that nobody gets hurt and you know the cats are okay. And it seems like you know Mr. Snuggles is 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 not a. He seems to be okay. He just didn't like his hat. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I I understand. I also am very particular about what goes on my head. Yeah, me too. I mean, Mr. Snuggles, and then she kind of runs off. I'm so sorry. You see Alexia Preston walking toward your general direction. Her eyes look at yours and they're kind of, they're, they're a little half closed. Oh, hi. Hi. Good to see you redacted. You look fabulous. Thank you so much. You look wonderful yourself. Thank you. Where did you get those shoes? Oh, there's a little boutique actually down the street from my work. Nice. They're fire. Sick. Yes. All of those things. Reagan's kind of still got a cat in her arms and is and is petting it. I'm impressed with your skincare routine. Do you use any of my products? You know, I try not to stick to a strict routine. I like to swap things up. You know, you don't want the skin to settle into anything or get used to it. But I I am intrigued by the whole line. I've gotten pretty familiar with it over the last couple days. What do you do with your hair? Because that's just glorious. Like, it has so much volume and bounce. Reagan probably gets a, a fair amount of questions about her hair. One, because it is it is something she takes good care of. And two, because people get fascinated with curly hair for, for unknown reasons. But um, she keeps her diplomatic smile on. And she says, well, um, you know, actually I use a pretty decent regimen of a few different things depending on, you know, the weather and what activities I've got going on for the week. Uh, hair oils, a lot of a lot of deep conditioning. Honestly, I don't know shit about hair, and I could use a consultant because we might venture into hair and scalp treatments. Do you think you might be interested? Excellent. I'll see you on Wednesday. Give her a button. And Jalen reaches into his pocket and hands you a golden button. It's a tansy, and a tansy is a small pansy-like 
flower that is golden. It is also known as a golden button. I will also walk up towards Reagan and Alexia at this point, too. Reagan is looking at this button. Does it have anything familiar on it to her? No, it's a pin. It's like a, a little pin with a, the push pin backing, like a lapel pin. Mm-hmm. Did I get one from Galen before? Yes. Okay. So it's it's kind of, it's plain. It's just gold and it's kind of a pip. Yes. It's not very big. You can also tell it's not, yours is not real gold. The one that Jalen is wearing and the one that Alexia is wearing are gold. She is going to just double inspect it a little bit to make sure there's not like anything potentially like listening devicey about this object. <laughs> no, it's on the inside. It is uh, hollow. It looks like it's ca- it's like a cast metal pin with the, you know, the little squeeze backer on it. Okay, she will go ahead and take it. Alexia, I wanted to, if we have her by herself, like, I want to... Alexia, I had a quick question. Um, There was a book fair recently near the Capitol, and I heard you were there. I try to say this quietly so that I kind of tell her, like, I know I'm keeping this quiet for you. Her eyes open up fully from the half squint that she kind of has. She leans in to you and whispers in your ear, we can talk about this more later. I like this line of questioning. If you know about the books. And she pats you on the chest, on your left lapel, by your heart. All right. Uh, yes, I would be interested in talking more about this. She steps back from leaning in and straightens your jacket a little bit and undoes a button. There, that's better. You can barely even see the claw marks. That cat tore you the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, I think he just didn't like the hat. I get that too. What are you doing tomorrow? I know what you're doing tomorrow. We're going to have a meeting tomorrow. Jalen, give him the information. I have business. Uh, okay. And she walks away and she walks toward the assembly member. Aelion embraces her in a hug. They give kisses on the cheek, and she shakes the assembly member's hand. Jalen hands you a card. This is the office for our meeting tomorrow. I think that... Oh, you... Let me check something real quick. And he runs over to Alexia and whispers something in her ear. Reagan is definitely keeping an eye on the interaction between the assemblyman and Alexia. Oh, 100%. And making sure that Ross is like half okay and also kind of paying attention to to whatever that is. Did you get a... And she holds up the little pin. Did you get one of these? Yeah, I did. Okay, great. Sounds like we're going to get more from Alexia. She wants to see me tomorrow. She wants to see me tomorrow. Oh, God. What are we into now? Don't know. <sighs> okay. Um, I guess we'll I just have to wait and see. I didn't completely fuck that up with the cat, though, right? Like, oh the no, they're the, fine. The I got it. I covered okay. it. Are you are okay, right? Hate You're not me. I'm. I'm fine. No. I'm... Okay. Honestly, they don't seem too into this notion. Uh, they just thought it was a bad idea, and I'm. I'm very curious about who the handlers were for these animals because they uh, were not super enthused about the whole thing, but. It's over. The cats are getting cared for. 
no, we're fine today. Tomorrow is going to be another question. I guess we're going to have to um, figure out. We'll have to give Allison a heads up that we have some. Yeah, it sounds like thing. Yeah, we'll have to get in touch with Alexia and see what exactly she wants to meet or find out when she wants to meet with us. Jalen returns. All right, so I hate to do this, but redacted and points at Reagan. We have to bump your meeting to Thursday. I've got 5 p.m. available on Thursday. She's going to be busy tomorrow. No problem. I can make myself available Thursday at 5. He makes a change on his phone, taps something in. Do I, can I have your email address? I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, no problem. And she uh, reaches out for the phone, ready to type it in. He hands you the phone. You enter it in. He sends you a meeting reminder. Perfect. So, Alexia wants to talk with you tomorrow. Apparently, she wants to talk to you about about biblio things. Books, yes. Yes. I think. So, I think we can finally use Dondia Sta Biblioteca. That would be funny. So, that's what we're going to call the meeting. Great. And, um, yeah, because we have that meeting tomorrow. Make sure you wear the button. Okay, I can do that. What's your email address? I'll give it to him. Your phone beeps. I sent you an, e- uh, an email and a reminder. We'll meet up. I got the address in there for you. There are some specific instructions tomorrow. Be there at uh, 5.50 as best you can. Don't be there past 6.16. If you're there past 616, you can't get in, okay? In the morning? No, no, no. In the evening. My morning? No, we're going all night, baby. Right. Great. Alexia doesn't stay long. She talks to some people and then kind of floats out the door. Jalen stays back. And at the end of the night, apparently there is going to be a uh, cigars and an after party at someone's estate not too far away, which you are invited to. Everyone is invited there. The assembly member will not be attending. Do we know if Elion is going to be attending? No, apparently not. Elion and the assembly member are heading off on their own. Is the property, does that seem to be related to the flower farm or? No, it's another donor somebody else okay then we could go over there just a little bit just to make an appearance and then bounce since uh sounds like we're gonna have a busy day tomorrow yeah let's do that we'll make our make our appearances do a little irish goodbye yes and then yes we have our own meetings with alexia just what we always wanted hmm do not drink anything oh that is 100 percent. just throwing it out there yeah it's good reminder good reminder you attend the after party and it's fairly quiet and chill and there are a lot of people having more intimate conversations at the dinner event things were very buttoned up here it's much more casual even though the event was fairly casual in conversation it seems as though that One, there's no photographers here. There are no reporters when there were reporters at the previous one. But the tone is is much more 
subdued and very much more of a uh, it's open to anyone to speak how they wish. People are kind of sharing their true feelings. Some people are bad-mouthing other politicians, bad-mouthing others. It's got a little bit more air of a honesty and truth here. You dip out unassumingly, and it's dark out. Ross, you drop Reagan off at her apartment and making your way home, and you're at a stoplight, and you check your mirrors, and you see in the passenger mirror what you think being reflected off of your own window, an image of the beast from the mirrors. Rowan, you're taking the steps downstairs to your office. The great place where the uh, FBI has decided to put you in your Department of Theoretical Resources with your all-time buddy, Sam Point. You arrive at your office and Sam is fiddling away at his computer. He's got a new Lego set being built on his left and uh, he waves at you while you see he has a bunch of files open. How was your How was your trip to the desert, kiddo? Eh, you know, hot, dust everywhere, disgusting, yeah. interesting. How are things back here? What what which uh, which Lego set you got? Oh, uh, it's a Adidas sneaker. Some of my friends thought it would be cool. It's only one though, and they only sell the right one. I don't know why they only sell one if you're gonna have a set of shoes. It's just. It drives me batty. I mean, I appreciate the thought, but come on. Two shoes, right? I Yeah, you have to have two shoes. It's important. Uh, so besides that, trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the fox in the hen house. Yeah, that sounds like it's been an interesting thing going on. What what else you got there with all them files? Uh, these are a couple more people that, that have been interviewed. Looks like we tracked down a few of the people that you sent to us based off those interviews. I guess that, you know, what was it, 13 hours that you sat in the sat in the RV on the way out? Well, it, all that stuff came through. So I tagged them and we got some uh, other folks working some of the case files, just asking some general questions. Um, seems pretty, uh, seems pretty cut and dry. What are we going to do with these people, though? Well, that that's the real question, isn't it? Because for the most part, they're probably not dangerous. They're just people. But they're created. And at least for the 36 that we were able to save, there's two of them with the same memories. And the same social security number. And, and everything the same else. tax ID and birth. Yeah, it's just... Uh -huh. It's a mess. And I, I don't know what to do about it. I'm also not part of the ABCs. So maybe that's up in their jurisdiction. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're done. I think you could sign off on that, but... I don't know if I'm done yet. No? I said most of them weren't dangerous. One of them almost certainly is. Okay, which one? We can get on top of that one. Fellow named uh, Wilhelm Welber. Oh, the other the other uh, cop, the other FBI agent, huh? Yeah, he got himself cloned. Man. All right, well, that complicates shit. Yeah. Oh, that's why he might know more about us. Uh... Yes, I, I did... 
and Bron will kind of wiggle her fingers, you know, woo-woo shit. Uh, he knew more about us than he was supposed to. It was a packet of information. He knows specifically about uh, my side of the triangle. Sam's fingers go to work on his mechanical keyboard, typing away. You're not entirely sure that he heard the last thing that you said, but his hyper-focus kicked in, and you notice that when one of the chopsticks that he had goes into his mouth as he idly chews on the end. Oh, that's what happens to them. Little woodchuck. Kind of laugh to myself, shake my head, and go into my office, because I know I'm not going to get anything else out of him for a little bit, so I'm going to let him deep dive and then come and talk to me when he's found whatever he's finding, boot up my machine for the day, and start looking to see what I need to know. Your phone's showing that you have a few voicemails. You do your normal daily office and check your voicemail. Some of them are typical bureaucratic things. Some are folks returning calls that you have reached out to them about getting interviews about various items. The last one, though, was from Agent Weber. Agent Hodgson, I need you to call me back immediately. I've run into an issue, and you're the only one that understands. Give me a call back at... And he gives the phone number. Immediately scoop up the receiver and dial in that number. Agent Weber. This is Agent Hodgson. <sighs> What's going on? You sound frantic. Somebody logged into my account the other day and, and signed off on a, on a vehicle. Looks like they also checked out some copies of some case files that I've had and that I've been working on. It wasn't me, though. Like, they even got the biometric en entry on that. Oh, yeah. And Al? Al got reassigned. By me. What? Yeah, but not by me. I've never got... Al's one of the best partners you can have asked for. No, no, but it, but it makes sense to split you up. Yeah, so Al's now uh, got all of his stuff packed, and they shipped him out to uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Ooh. Yeah. So the punishment assignment... I don't know. He's got family out there, but he's a weirdo anyway, but... <laughs> eh, cold weather climates, it'll do that. I want to find out what's going on, but I've got a backlog of all of this stuff with the Spider-J thing, their narcotics. You know, we have to list Spider-J as being missing until we could find out a little bit more on, on where he's at. You know, if I disappear like if i go off on some field work after i set my partner and after i got it's just not gonna look good what files did he pull let me send a couple of them over to you yeah please uh there's one on a on a, on a neo-religious cult that was based in northern california so i think that's over by you yeah a couple things about a group in uh Kansas and a cleanup in Kansas. What kind of cleanup? Uh, looks as though that we we the FBI had sent in a forensic squad to an abandoned uh, Titan missile base. Oh no! There's not a whole lot in there on that one. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at these. I don't like. They're outside my purview. I normally deal with with narcotics, and yeah, I've been dealing with some weird shit, but. 
this is like outside my, you know, normally outside my portfolio. Sure. I don't know. Do you know anything about these? Yes. Can I? T oh, I was half expecting you to say no. I know for sure about one of those. Let's put it that way. And the other one is out in my direction, which makes me worry. Do, um, can you give me like a brief rundown of what's, what's going on so I can, if I get asked about it, I can kind of wrap it into a story or some shit. Man, I fucking hate lying. Uh, do you want the real, the, the triangle story or do you want a comfortable lie? Cause one of those is going to be much nicer than the other. Well, what can I tell a boss if they ask me about it? Because like I said, this is outside my scope. Like this isn't, this isn't something that I normally, you know, deal sure, with. Sure, 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 sure. Um, well, there were people who were going missing connected to that abandoned silo. Part of the cleanup was dealing with that. So it wouldn't be too difficult to tie an extremist religious cult to people going missing. Okay, roger that. Different areas, but if a, if it's a... I mean, Northern California is not a bad place to go and hide. Out in the middle of farmland is even better. Uh, so it could be that they were starting to move in that direction, using drugs to make people more susceptible to being grabbed. And there's your in. Yeah, that makes sense, especially when you think about some of those... You know, those communes and the new waivers that are out there. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Roger that. I've got a, I got an idea on that five by five that should, should look clear if somebody asks. All right. And I'll oh. start working. Oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. What's up? I'm like, I just got a credit card invoice. Oh, nice. Looks like I've, I've scheduled some time at the Creek Rotting Gun Club out in Portland. Nice. I need to wait. No. No, that's not scheduled for another couple weeks. I am doing that. Someone is doing that. <sighs> All right. Here's what you're going to do then. You're going to stay low. You're going to keep your nose to the grindstone and be the clean little cop that everyone needs you to be. Mm -hmm. And I'll then I'll start poking. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'll, let me shoot you over the. Shit. If I send it to you via my email, then he'll know. Make a new Gmail account. And then tell it to me here, and I'll send you a Dropbox folder or something that you can drop stuff into. What name? You know what? <clears throat> Hang on. Let's do it this way. I got an idea. You tell me the name of the Gmail account, and I'll enter that in because if it's me doing it, then it's going to be something that I know that's in my brain, not just something random. But if you choose it, there's no way that I will know that. And then sure. if you pick the password and tell me the password, then I can get that. Make sense? For a given value of cents, sure. All right. Two cents, I think. And I'll come up with something for, for the Gmail account and password and tell that to him. All right. You should be getting getting in an email with, with some of the, the information on there. Perfect. The Rod, and Grun, the Rod and Gun Club is outside of Portland. Is that a facility that you're familiar with? Yeah. Yeah. I go there quite a bit. Okay. What can you tell me about it? What do I need to know? Uh, it's a Zen place. It's uh, a lot of cops, a lot of former military they are, uh, uh, they're kind of tight-knit, uh, spaghetti dinners and, you know, uh, game and fish and all that kind of stuff. Uh, place to go squeeze off a few rounds at the indoor and, uh, just, you know, smell the gunpowder on your nose. It's not pretentious, uh, kind of mostly blue-collar folks, you know, a lot of, a lot of vets, though. Well, makes sense why you hang out there then, then doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Find you find your people and stick with them, right? 
Yeah. All right. I will start poking at things. I'll shoot you a text just to let you know what's going on. And we'll go from there. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you very much, Agent Hudson. Yeah, of course. Be careful, okay? Because um, we're tangling with you. Yeah. I, I know I can hold my own in general, but no offense. I don't want to have to tangle with you. I don't think you want to tangle with me either. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, 12 years in, in the Marine Corps, and then, then over, to, over to FBI and ran SWAT before FBI. Oh, yeah. boy. Good luck. Thanks. I think I'm going to need it. All right. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you later. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, Sam! I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Ross. I'm Christy Bauer, and I play Reagan. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 6 is based on two stories. The first is Reverberations by Shane Ivey, and the other is an original story by me, Dan Voshkevich. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page www.patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedivere, Shrek Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate DB, Mickey Maki, Robbie Nowell, Naya Fenris, J. Matthews85, O. Mateo, Flynn Gallagher, Phoenix Team Handler Dennis, Knitting Daddy Greg, Multicam Yeti, Scott Miller, and Rogue. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland. You could find him at alanstrickland.net. That's Alan, A-L-L-E-N, for his classical compositions. Join us next week. Our own reality bends and shifts, molding the facades we carry daily into grotesque visions we can barely imagine. Echoes of the Monarch will take us beyond this industrial hellscape to a verdant valley filled with creeping horrors. The Grand Ball making ghouls of us all. <laughs>